0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Fixes Podcast. I'm your host, Brad. We have a jam-packed week, and we have a jam-packed crew to tackle that week. I have here Micah, hey, Terrence, what's up, and Carrie, what up? We are laboring on Labor Day to for the benefit <laughs> of all of you. um Two weeks worth of news. I've played a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about that on the back end of the show. Um, a ton of news. We get we got to get to it, but first we got to talk about the games that we have been playing. And Micah has a laundry list, a laundry <laughs> list of titles that he has been playing recently.
1: Yeah, um, will it, it?
0: Yeah, that's what I
2: said.
1: <laughs> okay. Every uh, every once in a while, I'll uh, I'll hop on the eShop on the Switch. You know, I spend a lot of time up here in my office where I keep my Switch because. Sometimes you just got to get the fuck away from family, right? And, um, and I keep my Switch up here, my, my other consoles downstairs. And um, every once in a while, uh, when I'm feeling sad, I'll, uh, I'll hop on the eShop <laughs> and see uh, what's on sale, what's there. And, um, yeah, so a bunch of stuff. So, Do some uh,
3: ill-advised retail therapy?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, will, uh, I will start off with uh, Astral Chain. It's a new game by uh, Platinum. Um, it is uh, it's a Platinum game and it's a good looking Platinum game. It's a cool playing Platinum game, right? Like, the story is just as stupid as, as everything. Like, there are, there are these, these monsters, but the police have learned how to control a couple of monsters. So they're essentially like your dogs and they're your attack dogs. And you have them on this leash called an astral chain. And you can summon them. And there are like four or five different types. I only have the melee type right now. You can summon them. They they you can fire them at enemies and they will go around and shoot and, and uh attack enemies at will. Meanwhile, you control your character, and your character can independently attack other enemies or the same enemy. Um it is it's, it's wild, right? Because your character can control, can like maneuver the, the legion. That's the name of the thing. And, um, you can do setups. Like you can, if you, if you see an enemy is coming at you, you can, you can close line the enemy with your astral chain. Like you can, you can keep it taut and have your enemy or have your legion on the other side and close line the bitch and, and the different legions do different things. One of them you can use as a mount. One of them you can use as like a, a suit of armor. So you can do stronger melees. And it's a very unique way of playing a third person action game. And I And, you know, that's to be expected from the folks at platinum. Um, what is different about this game is that most platinum games have a, have a familiar, you know, Action sequence and then traverse to the next action sequence and then traverse to the next action sequence. And that's the flow. Uh this game, since you're a, a cop, you have uh different cases that you have to do. And there is like the flow is broken up a little differently. Like you have your action scenes, right? Where um it's you and your legion and you're you know, you you're going around doing all this badass shit, right? And and when you're done then you go into like investigation mode and you have to solve cases and you have to talk with NPCs. It's not just Bayonetta walking into an arena, killing everything, running to the next arena and killing everything. Um, It it's, it's different, but um, it's not bad. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, Something I enjoy a little more is uh Fire Emblem 3 Houses. So this is my first Fire Emblem game. And uh I guess I can't really judge Fire Emblem uh on this particular game because as far as I understand they're very different from this game. But um I got it because it's a uh a, a tactics game and I love tactics games. They're fun. Um this is a tactics game with, like, social elements. Like, mm-hmm. think a tactics game with the persona-style school settings. Um, you play as a, a uh, you know, an RPG hero, right? You, you don't know anything about them, and, you know, it's... They, they're an orphan, and, uh, you know, but they're like the chosen one right so you play and harry potter
0: basically in this yeah, fire you, universe yeah
1: you you kind of play harry potter like the harry potter analogy is very apt because you go to a school where and you are the new professor there and you choose one of the three houses that represent different empires in this world and um during the so you you build social links to try and help improve your students and you do that so that you can send them off to battle. You can send these children off to battle. You can send these sixteen to eighteen year old children off to battle and possibly die and never return.
0: Yeah, sounds sounds a lot like a game that released this week that a lot of people are excited for. Uh, that will <laughs> that will we'll gloss over shortly, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but it's really, really fun. It took me a minute. Yeah. I got this a while ago and it took me a minute to kind of get into it because the flow of the game took a bit of getting used to, like when I play a tactics game, I just want to jump in and start fighting and just, you know, put me on that little grid and let's just, let's just do this. Right. But there are a lot of different, there are a lot of things about this system that's highly customizable that took me a minute to kind of get used to. Um, but it's really fun and it's really interesting. And all of these, all of these different children have vastly different personalities. Um, some of which you don't want to see die and some of which, uh, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> for Ferdinand uh, look, black Eagles. I'm i I'm I'm a member of the black Eagles cause, uh, the word black is in the name. So, <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I mean, I get it. <laughs> right, thank you. Um, but you know, I, I love the Black Eagles. But you know, Ferdinand, you know, he died. Oh well, bro. Like you're fucking annoying. Caspar, you know, if he died, uh, well, bruh, like, <laughs> you, you're Caspar, uh, you know, if he died, uh, you know I, I don't really give a shit. Um, but it's actually very good, and the story is very, very intriguing. I, to my understanding, the story changes a little bit. Um, with depending on which house you choose, um,
0: do you think and, you're going to go back and play the other houses once you're done? Um,
1: I might this? play. I might. So the Black Eagles are the red team. Uh, there's a blue team and a yellow team. I'll probably pick the blue team. Um, next, depending on how long this takes me. Um, but um, yeah, I would I would do it just because some of them seem interesting. Whereas people on the yellow team don't seem very interesting to me. So I might go back depending on how long this first playthrough is. Yeah,
3: I've heard nothing but good things about three houses. Um, I've been into Fire Emblem for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, Fate's was so fucking bad that like it ruins the whole franchise for me. <laughs> <laughs> so like I haven't picked up Three Houses yet, and everyone says it's just so so good, and maybe I'll get around to it. But
1: yeah, I I really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> next up is uh, a surprise that came on the eShop. A um, uh, surprise storm is here. Bulletstorm, the uh, the game that originally came out on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, uh, it looks, you know, it's Bulletstorm. Why did you it, buy this? I, <laughs> I like
4: Bulletstorm when it came I, out. Right, I, I downloaded it on PS4 when they uh, made it free. I enjoyed Bulletstorm.
1: I enjoy Bulletstorm. Um, this is this is fine. It's fine. It it's Bulletstorm. It is exactly as you remember. Uh looks and all, right? Like it's a it's it's amazing that the Switch is capable of of uh handling a last generation game. Yeah,
0: 720p but... is a very difficult <laughs> nut to crack, I guess.
1: But um it it's it's good. It, it it's it's weird playing it in handheld mode. Like I'm not used to playing first person shooters on I handheld do, mode. I, I would do not, not like playing
0: it. FPSs on those Joy-Con controllers. Mm-hmm. No,
1: sir. Nope,
4: nope, nope. I wouldn't even try it.
1: No, um, but, you know, if you have a pro controller, it's great. Uh, the thing that makes this a little different is that you could play as Duke Nukem, um, which is kind of odd because...
0: I noticed, I it's, noticed that you said different, but not better.
1: <laughs> no, it's different, yeah. <laughs> it's different <laughs> because Duke Nukem is in it, right? But the story doesn't change to the point where the characters who refer to the main character. His name is Gray. They still call the main character by his name Gray. So it's basically just a dumb skin? It's a dumb... Well, it's more than that. It's a skin, but it's also Duke Nukem's, like, personality. Like, when someone says, Hey, Gray, come here. Duke Nukem says, It's Duke. Who the hell is Gray? And why (laughs) the hell am I even here? I don't know how (laughs) I got here. But okay, let's go. Like it's weird. That's actually a- pretty cool. And Duke Nukem <laughs> is just kind of, he's just kind of going along with it. Like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of gum. Like it it's, it's very odd, but it's a different experience to, uh, uh, it's a silly thing for an already just completely silly game, but. <laughs> it's it's fine, man. I I it's fine. Um, and this next thing I bought, this is it for me, right? This is the last one. Uh, I bought Super Beat Zonic. And uh, I was looking at the you know the best sellers, and I'm like, what the fuck is Super Beat Zonic on here for? Under best sellers. So I click it and I find out. This is a couple weeks ago, and I click it and I find out that it's on the best seller list. Because it was 89 cents. <laughs> that's, what,
0: that's, that's what you get for choosing a Gene pick instead of a Vincent pick. <laughs> you, li- because you literally walk over to the fucking shelf and you're like, ah, a Gene recommendation. <laughs> and you bought it. It was 89 cents.
1: And I had enough uh, Nintendo coins. You know, I had eighty nine cents worth of Nintendo coins. So, so. you
3: wasted them on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Super Beat Sonic is uh is one of those rhythm games where um you know stuff is coming at you and you have to time your button presses to the beat. That's all it
4: is. Um, I think I've seen that on PlayStation Four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on PS Four. Also, um, yeah.
1: If if you if you enjoy those games. Uh, and if you enjoy, like it's all about the music when it comes to those games and usually those games, their music is very like stereotypical. Like if the Simpsons went to Japan, <laughs> they would listen to this type of music, you know what I mean? Like, da, 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 like just a lot of upbeat shit. Um, but I, I kind of like some of that music. So <laughs> 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 if you, if you like some of that music, if you like that type of game, uh, it certainly was worth the eighty-nine cents <laughs> I paid for it. Um, but I don't think it's on sale anymore, so I wouldn't necessarily get it if it wasn't eighty-nine cents.
0: Um, the- a rousing recommendation for uh, Super Beat Sonic <laughs> wow. for sure. Um, so I I got uh, I needed a trip or I needed a game for my plane ride, um, and during some downtime while I was in Nashville last weekend, and so I was deciding between. Guacamole, 2, um Bloodstained on the Switch and uh, Dead Cells. I was I was going between those three. I really wanted Bloodstained, but they still haven't put out any performance updates for that game on the Switch yet, so I'm still not yeah, ready to buy I it. Yeah, so I'm not so I didn't I didn't end up getting that one. And then Guacamole was on sale for 10 bucks, so I, I I was like, "Well, that's that's it right there." Um and boy am I glad that I did cuz I forgot how much I enjoyed Guacamole. Uh, Mike has talked about Guacamelee! 2 on the podcast before, um, so I'll just give my impressions of it. I actually beat the main story already in the game. Like, that's how much <laughs> I've been playing it over the past weekend. Um, I have forgotten how satisfying, like, the combat is in that game. I forgot how... I Like, for in that style of game, like that Metroid-style game, I really enjoy the pacing in that one because they have the you know the few sections where you have to execute on some very precise platforming to proceed but it's broken up very consistently with with the different combat rooms and stuff like that that they make you do and that's a lot of fun. Um like I said getting all the different wrestling moves and chaining, you know, chaining the combat I really enjoyed actually the upgrade path this time because they had a lot more upgrades in this one than they did in guacamole 1. And it was really fun um you know doing it where you could just uh, like build your combo meter to insane proportions and like kind of getting upgrades that would help kind of help support that against the different enemy types. Uh, I really enjoyed like the chicken moves that they added to this one as well making that a much more well-rounded way to play just a super fun game um, I'll probably attempt hundred percent it that's gonna be easier said than done because I've already wandered into some of the uh, the 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 key levels that you have to get these keys to find like the chicken Illuminati basically <laughs> and some of those sections are balls hard to to platform through. Uh, so we'll see if I'm able to to persist with that hundred percenting of Guacamelee too. But a, a fantastic game again. I don't think it's on sale anymore. Um, but pick this up. It's it's fucking it's it's fucking great. It's so much fun. All and and the other one with this one too is it's it's it is just dripping, dripping with other video game and and like pop culture references strewn <laughs> throughout it with the with the different uh, Mexiverse uh, dimensions that you can travel to. Uh, my favorite one being the – what was it? I, I don't remember what it was called, but it was the Street Fighter one where you're on the docks and, and you beat up the car, uh, much to the chagrin of the guy who owns the car. Oh, That, yeah. you're, that yeah. you're destroying. <laughs> and then uh, to get a perfecto at, <laughs> at the end of that. So, yeah, Guacamelee 2 is fucking fun. Um, if you never played it, the Switch is a fantastic console uh, to play it on. I played the whole thing in handheld mode, so very good there. Um, my new obsession – Though is Slay the Fucking Spire. So so, I saw Slay the Spire during one of the presentations that I got to see. I'd never heard of this game before. Played it at the expo that I was at for about 15 minutes, and then as soon as I got back to my hotel room, I immediately downloaded it onto my wow. Nintendo Switch because this game <laughs> is if if you are if you are the target audience for this game, which I very much am, uh, it is. Addicting as hell. So so Slay the Spire is a deck-building game. So if you're not familiar with what a deck-building game is, you start with a character who has a preset deck of, like, ten different – of ten cards. And they're very basic cards. And you have to make your way through different encounters. And there's minor enemy encounters. There's major enemy encounters. You might find treasure. They have, like, little rest stops along the way that you can either rest and gain some HP back. Or you can upgrade one of the cards in your deck to a more powerful version of that card. And then they also have random encounters uh, that you can run across as well, which could be a variety of things. Sometimes good, sometimes not so good, but that you don't know what you're getting from those. And you progress up this path, and there's branching paths, so you have some agency over how you tackle each level. But what you're doing is you're trying to climb this spire, and every 15 you know, encounters or so you run into a boss fight. And if you beat the boss, then, you know, you'll get a very powerful card to add to your deck and you move on to the next thing. And if you beat all three levels, then you win. Um, But if not, then the game ends, but you gain XP. And as you gain XP, you unlock the ability to get more powerful cards and more powerful relics that you can potentially add to your deck. Because essentially as you defeat enemies, as you gain treasure, you're going to get new cards to add to your deck you're going to get uh, relics which have powerful effects that can, you know, positively or negatively impact you as you go along. Uh, there's merchants that you can buy cards from. You can also use the merchants to call cards out of your deck, so you can get rid of some of your less powerful starter cards, so that you draw your more powerful, um, you know, the the good cards that you get. But it's just it's so much fun playing this style of deck building game where you can, you know, kind of tune your deck to how how the strategy is kind of working out for you in that run based on what cards are available to you and and based on you know the different relics that you get. And it's cool because it's a roguelike game. So like even if you a full run on the Spire takes about an hour. And if you get knocked out earlier, obviously you're not wasting a lot of time. So it's just easy to to jump back in and and just build some crazy combinations. Like I posted a video in the game group of a silly deck that I made with one of the characters. And I basically like two turned the final Spire boss who had like 400 HP, which is a lot in that game. So like, like that's the kind of shit that you can do. Tremendous amount of fun. Um, if they have daily challenges as well, which are, you do like a daily climb that has like insane modifiers attached to it to make things more difficult or give you like different powers. Once you have slain the Spire with the character, you can tackle doing it in what's called the Ascension Mode, which adds basically handicaps, and there's 20 different levels of that as well. So if you get really good at the game, there's a lot of challenge there. Again, just a, just a tremendous experience. I think it's $25 on the Switch. Um, if you're into deck-building games or if you like roguelikes and you're looking for something that's a little bit uh, off the beaten path, definitely check out Slay the Spire. I'm going to be playing this game for a long, long time uh it's just it's just been a tremendous amount of fun. It's on p c as well so if you don't want if you don't have a switch uh, you can get it on p c and on p c it's actually better because they have mods um people have made so there's only three characters in the main game, but people are just making new characters up and making decks for those characters up as they go um just it, on the mod scene on p c and apparently it's very easy to to jump into that kind of stuff so really fun game um but yeah, so those are the two things that I've been playing the most Carrie. Uh, yep. You are getting hype, hype for that Iceborne. Apparently, what is it your husband that, that turned you on to Monster Hunter?
3: So I play in the Baltimore Gamer Symphony Orchestra, right? We know this. Um, and our fall show is themed to like villains and battles and whatnot. And I'm on sort of like the committee that helps arrange music for the orchestra. And one of the other members came over to me and said, you know, there isn't really like a, a true villain in Monster Hunter, but there is this one real pain in the ass monster, and his name is, is Basil Goose. And uh, he just sort of shows up and and ruins your whole day, and he's got his own he's theme. He's a fucking asshole. And, he, <laughs> yeah. and he's got his own theme, and it's, it's a cool theme, and you should look that up. So I started off just by sort of looking into who Basil was um i I, I require that
0: you call him basil goose every time that you basil uh, Goose. That you, i mean it's i've him. heard
3: i've heard him called basil goose i've heard him called basil goose. Oh, i've heard him called basil guys i've heard him called basil guys like uh, i i typically either call him just basil or basil but um or bagel goose um but yeah so uh i looked into basil's theme and i was like this song bops, and then uh my husband's been been into monster hunter ever basically since it released on pc and so he just sort of like dumped it on my computer and was like you should play it so i started playing it and now i have like 65 hours into it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i really like monster hunter uh i i guess like the difference like i had tried playing monster hunter on like 3ds before when that version came out and i really genuinely did not enjoy monster hunter on 3ds
4: but it was harder wasn't it like all the previous monster hunters were way more difficult than this one this one has if you can believe that yeah way more easier to to get into because that's why I, i got 100 hours on it myself
3: yeah it it seems like just a lot of the quality of life improvements that they made um the difficulty curve is a lot easier to understand, um, as far as the hunts that they have you doing. Um, but yeah, I, I like monster hunter a lot. I play Lance. Um, I like Lance. I've got some really good Lances now. Uh, and I'm working on getting into hunting horn cause I think hunting horn is fucking hilarious. Um,
4: it's a support weapon.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know, buff, buff your party by smacking them in the face with a bagpipe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I finished like the main story. Um, the PC version of Iceborne doesn't come out until January. <laughs> so I've got plenty of time to get my Hunter rank up so that I am uh, adequately prepared for the Iceborne content at that time. But yeah, if you play Monster Hunter on PC, uh, hit me up in the Facebook group and we'll do some hunts. We got like a whole Discord set up and it's a good time. Monster Hunter is good. Also, like, yeah, Basil's a real pain in the ass. Like
2: I Yeah, he's a
4: bitch. Fuck that he... nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like cause you'll be fighting because sometimes you'll be fighting like one or two um monsters at, at the same time, and then he'll just come out of nowhere and just dive with like nades shit. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate yeah.
3: it. He can really fuck you up if if you don't know how to handle him. Um my loadout right now is is pretty good as far as handling Basil. So, uh, I actually, like, I would consider Basil, like, my favorite monster. Um, I really don't care for Devil Joe. (laughs) Because, but Devil Joe has had a habit of showing up when I'm hunting other things and basically just, like, taking those other monsters that I'm hunting and tossing them around like a fucking chew toy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care for the pickle that much. Um, but yeah, at this point, I'm like hunting elder dragons and whatnot, so I don't care for Lunastra.
4: I don't even think I... Lunastra which one is that
3: Blue Teostra.
4: Yeah, yeah. Ugh,
3: gross. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: So yeah, some of them, some of the monsters, I, 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 I had to take a break because they were pissing me off. Yeah, but I haven't played it in almost a year, so it's been a while.
3: Yeah, so
4: so then Terence, t- t- t-
3: uh, I, I had. I really like, I haven't played any more kingdom hearts (laughs) last time I've been on the show. I've really only been playing monster hunter.
0: I mean, not playing kingdom hearts is I would consider to be like self care. That's that's a, that's a good idea.
3: I still want to, I still want to finish the series, but uh, yeah, monster hunter is a much better game than kingdom hearts. So cool.
0: And then, uh, Terrence, since you haven't been on it a little bit, I didn't know if you have been playing anything new or not before we moved on to new releases. Oh, no. The
4: only thing that I've been playing is actually uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. I have 75 hours into that game. Uh, new game. New game. Um, because the old, my old save, I had the, the very first time I bought it, the first time I played it back in 2016, I think I put like 25 hours into it. And essentially... You didn't really do anything. Like when Micah used to ask, "What do you do in in No Man's Sky?" <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Like you would you would literally kind of just go from planet to planet. They would be like different biomes and stuff. And then you would like you would have to like harvest stuff to keep your ship from not being able to run. And you would just take pictures. Um, and then you try to try to get to the center of the galaxy or something like that. That was the original uh, No Man's Sky. Then they came out with a bunch of different updates. The next one was the I I thought next was the biggest, but apparently Beyond is the biggest one. Um, this one just adds a bunch of multiplayer features. Uh, next added m- the majority of like the gameplay m- stuff. Uh, like there are a ton of different biomes that you can get, fly to. Like they added building in the first update. I don't remember when that came out. So, but I didn't really get into it a lot there. Um, when was the last time you played?
0: Oh, it's been. When it, when it when, first came when out. when I think I think when next came out I I jumped in that for year. yeah I, I jumped in for and then you were like what
4: the fuck is happening and you you just was you just
0: stopped I was overwhelmed and I and I knew I'd have to start yeah. over and I was and I was still neck deep into playing Destiny 2. so I was like I know I'm not right. going to be able to dedicate the time to this so I, I didn't even worry about it
4: yeah um with that with that update you can again they added just a ton of shit it's just there's a lot uh, what I've done. Since starting a completely fresh save, um, again, I put 75 hours into it. Like I didn't really get a lot into the building when next came out. I only put maybe like three or four hours into next until I, uh, cause I got stuck on a planet because yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but <clears throat> anyway. With this, with this update, you remember when, you, when, when it first came out, you could only have stacks of, like, 250 mm-hmm. yep. as far as materials? You have th- 10,000 now.
2: Holy shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like they were like, hey, fuck it, 999, 9,999 <laughs> of, of any any um, uh, element. Like, other things, you can only have, like, stacks of five. But then they have cargo space where you can have stacks of 10, 15, or 30 as far as, like, things that can only hold five. So that helps a lot. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll
0: say not have not have to worry about par- parsing your fucking
4: carbon out yeah, between I mean, your ship and your still, person. Like, there's still so much to do that you're still some you're still there's a lot of inventory things you got to work with. Um, but that helps a, a ton. Uh, building is it's, it's a little quirky. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I want to build, but I can't really figure out. Uh, like, I have things in my head. But I can't put it down in the game.
0: You saw that Cyberpunk city, didn't you? That somebody made online. Yeah.
4: That was that was in build mode. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want in build mode. I'm in like I'm in story mode. Oh, okay. So a little different. Like you have to have material to build and like you gotta farm all that shit. Uh, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> like that's that's they just give you unlimited whatever. You just build whatever the fuck you want. I mean that's and that's another like if you want to play the game just to do that, that's a whole suite that you can do. It's it's pretty awesome. But go
0: ahead i was gonna say i did i did see your uh your walkthrough of your uh yeah. state in no man's that sky it was the weirdest episode of cribs i've ever seen hours. in my life so <laughs>
4: <laughs> that took me three hours because i was like i started with the building and then i'm like what can i add to this and then the thing about this new update is like you have to power everything which <sighs> is fucking stupid <laughs> So what So what happened, like you have to either have like solar panels or bat, like solar panels with the battery set up. So the solar panels will gather energy at, and during the day. So when it becomes night, the batteries will kick in and then you'll have the saved, the saved energy powering your base at night. So you, of course, it's solar power. Uh, or you could try to find an electromagnetic field, which is usually really never. When, if you start building a base and you're like, oh, shit, I, I need more power. So then you got to search. More than more than likely, it's not even nowhere near where your base is. So maybe like six hundred units or whatever they call you. as far as like feet, it's like units away from whatever. Um, so the one that I found was seven hundred units away from my base, and then and and but your base only is only is three hundred units around. So it wasn't within the confines of my base, so I couldn't fucking use it. So what you have to do is there's glitches that the people have found It's like you can extend your base by building like walls all the way to that. So you build that and then you, you put the electromagnetic generators in that field and you gotta run a wire all the way back to your base so you can power the entire thing. Like I don't know why the fuck they added that. It's really a pain in the ass. But um I, I I don't get it. Like people really don't fucking like it at all. Like it's it's just it's just annoying. But besides building bases I've gone like there's a bunch of different biomes I've added. I uh, wanted to start building an underwater base. Um I have a whole fleet of starships. I have a fleet of freighters that you can buy, which costs like hundreds of millions of credits. Um, There's like A through C through S class uh, ships that you can buy. Uh, You can send your freighters out on missions that they do in real time. So like you can send your freighter, you can send your fleet out on a mission. It may take seven hours, like real time. (laughs) so you you send it out seven hours later you turn the game back on and they'll come back with like either credits or like really expensive stuff you can trade in you can do farming which i showed in my my video uh that you use the actual plants that you plant those are also that also takes real time to grow some take 15 hours (laughs) like what the fuck some takes three some takes one some take one um but then you harvest those and then you create other things that you can sell for like $1 million a piece. So it's basically just collecting as much money as you can. So you can buy more stuff or you can just trade with other people. It's, it's a lot. And I've run in, I've actually run into other people like once or twice in my 75 hours of playing, i ran into actual people on different planets, which is kind of cool. Or you can just go to the Nexus, which is basically the tower. And, um, in, um, what's the game called? in destiny, one that you destiny two, that you can, uh, just meet up with a whole bunch of people and do like multiplayer missions. They're just like space combat missions or take a picture of this planet or kill this many an- animals on a on a planet. And then you just go back and then they give you credits for it. Like there's a lot to do and I still haven't done everything you can do. And I'm 75 hours into it, but it's fun. Like if <laughs> if you liked it when it first came out, when you really couldn't do shit, <laughs> like <laughs> you will probably love this game because the, the, it's a complete 180. Like, I, it's really good.
0: I have to find time to get back to it. It's so hard right now, especially with everything that's coming. I,
4: if you insane. don't have the time. Don't even bother. Yeah, it's going to be because the, f- the first like eight hours is, like, a, t- is a tutorial just to kind of teach you what the fuck to do. If you've never played it before, it's a lot.
0: And Micah's still not convinced. I can, I can tell yeah, by the like, look, by I the look on his face. I it so. mean, it's
1: it's a, it's a point of pride at this point. Like, all that sounds cool, but like, <laughs> no, it nah, it's I, cool. I and it, it
4: looks bad. Like, and it, it even looks better. like it's it's fun, man. Like, if, if this is your type of game, even if you just want to build shit, because there's a bunch of stuff that you that they've added, you can just build whatever the fuck you want. Like, like that Cyberpunk, um, city was amazing. I don't know how the hell they did it. I have no clue. So. But it's a really good game. Like, they deserve... I mean, it's been three years. <laughs> but, they deserve, but they deserve a lot of credit for actually putting out the game that they told you that they were going to put out three years ago and then some, to be honest with you. Because there's shit in there that they didn't say you'd be able to do that you can do. So,
1: it's so really is, good. Is this essentially Minecraft, but, like, for science fiction people?
4: Yep. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, as far as the building aspects go, yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 fun. Is that is that like, what they did? I did they, did they trick us into playing adult Minecraft, basically? <laughs> God damn it, mate. It's possible. Like I'm sitting there searching for S class hauler now. Like I'm like, the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, for, it has 48 slots, so you can hold more material. So whatever. The quest, the que- no
0: man's sky. The quest to accumulate more things is the subtitle of that. Yeah. Game, basically, so <laughs> I think they cap
4: you out at four billion units, four billion credits, or whatever.
0: So you got to spend it. You Can't just let it pile yeah. up in there. What are you going to tell you when you a, die? I'm three hundred
4: million now. I, and I also, I forgot. I built a farm where you can. You well, you can mine um, material. I built a farm that that gives me each time I pick up the material that I farm, I can send it. I can sell it for sixty million. Jesus Christ! <laughs> sixty million credits or units or whatever the hell that took yeah. me like to do that. I but it's, on a whole, that... it's a whole different planet than my main base that I gotta travel to, but I have, you know, I have teleporters that I can do all that shit with. So, is it cool. is it fucking
1: weed planet? Like, what the fuck are you, you know, I selling? I
4: weed in my basement.
0: <laughs> in, my, in my base, let say I, I feel I, I feel like the economy of I... the No Man's Sky universe is wholly unsustainable here. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then I use that to create
4: like uh, lubricant and then living glass. And I can sell those for like a stack of five, like two million or some shit like that. It's it's funny. Like it's hilarious. Like I'm a fucking magnate in that game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Like, look, I enjoy it. And I can just build shit whenever I whenever I don't feel like exploring. Well, so.
0: there's uh there's at least one game coming out this week, Terrence, that might turn your head. Um, uh, but there's a lot of stuff coming out. We have two weeks worth of releases uh to go over. Um, starting with last week, Control came out for PS4 and Xbox One. Comes highly recommended by Jack. Uh, Crystar or Christar uh, came out on PS4 last week. Uh, MXGP 2019 came to PS4 and Xbox One. Wreckfest uh, came to PS4 and Xbox One. This might be one to check out uh, for you Burnout fans out there. Um, it's getting a lot of a lot of praise. It's been on PC for a while. Uh, of course, we talk about Astral Train, Astral Chain, releasing on the Switch. Uh, the Dark Pictures Man of Medan, released on PS4 and Xbox One. This is a spiritual sequel uh, to the Until Dawn franchise, for those uh, mm-hmm. folks wondering what that is. Um, and that take,
4: like, the... Uh, what was that, that author? I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, I can't
1: remember what it was. Sir it Arthur Conan <laughs> Doyle?
4: <laughs> no, <was> the... The <laughs> Author... The, 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 the Oh no, it's not it's like not that. a it's not That's a not Love,
0: it. it's not a Lovecraft thing though. No. Oh okay. No, it's not that. Um it's apparently the first in a series of games they're gonna be putting out though. Um all, right. all different themes. So uh and then Risk of Rain two uh released on Xbox One, PS four and Switch as well. This is the third person uh roguelike action game that we saw first tease during the Gearbox presentation at PAX East several months ago. It looks interesting. I might check this out. At some point, Um, it looks like it might be fun. Uh, This week's releases, uh, NBA 2K20 comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, which we'll talk (laughs) about later on in the show for all the wrong reasons. Uh, Catherine Fullbody comes to PS4. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered comes to the PS4, finally, for everyone that's been bitching and whining so long for Final Fantasy VIII. You are now getting that remastered. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne comes to PS4 and Xbox One. Torchlight Two releases finally on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Terrence, should we all go pick up Torchlight Two
4: when it comes out? Uh, I played a lot of Torchlight. Um, I don't know. i haven't, wait. Was that not on PC? It's been on, on it's PC. Been on a PC it's been on
0: PC forever. Okay. It it predated yeah, Borderlands mean, Two basically on PC. So,
4: God damn. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well. Um, how much is it?
0: Uh, that <laughs> is a $20. great question that I don't know the answer to. Um,
1: mm. I think it. I think it is twenty dollars. I think, because I, I I bought it. Micah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: did you play Torchlight?
1: Yes, and I enjoy Torchlight, but yeah. uh, I feel like I will get more out of Torchlight Two for the simple fact that it's on the Switch. It's on the Switch. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs>
4: that's the that's thing. Like, I would want to play this on, like a uh, on on the go, and I don't have a Switch yet. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah I, yeah, I, I love Torchlight.
0: Uh. Uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, which released, of course, last year on PS4 Xbox One, is also coming to Switch uh, tomorrow as we're recording this. And then, as it is a new month, we have new free games on PlayStation. You get Batman: Arkham Knight and Dark three for I free.
4: Batman: Arkham Knight for five dollars, like four months ago.
0: <laughs> Do you feel like that is five dollars well spent, or are you angry now?
1: I mean, you yeah, say five dollars. No, so? like, no, it's it
4: was $5. but like it's fine, whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, didn't but Dark I, Siders I, just come out. It uh, came out like less five,
0: than a year ago. ago. It's Less than a year ago.
4: So I think that came out maybe November, December. If that long ago, <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're
0: I think you're correct on that. So. But I
4: wanted to play it, but now I get to. So yeah. cool
0: for freezies. and then uh, on Xbox One, uh, you get the Hitman the full first season uh, for the entire month of September for the from the first through the thirtieth. Uh, there's a they game. Like say again. Before, but I, I thought they did that before. But I think PlayStation did. I don't think Microsoft oh, okay. did. Um, there's a stealth action series, an episodic stealth action series called We Were Here. Uh, that you can pick up for free on Xbox One from the 16th through October 15th. And then the backwards compatible titles this month uh, from the 1st through the 15th, you can get Earth Defense Force 2025. And from the 16th to 30th, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, the most alliterative wow. title uh, that ever was.
4: People love that one. Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Mm-hmm. That one actually people really, really love. Really, really yeah. good. <laughs> actually.
0: So, pretty good month on both on both ends I think. Uh, if you miss Batman, definitely check out Batman. I mean, that game I, I was Batmaned out by the time Arkham Knight came out, but it doesn't mean it's a bad game. By any I mean, in that you nation.
4: You do you have to deal with those fucking Batmobile sections which are not fun. Yeah. But, you have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't skip them. Like they were like we put the Batmobile in there for the first time ever, deal with it. And then they put it in the, in the at the in the worst way possible. He doesn't yeah. kill, so they had, like, remote control tanks all over the city. Shut up, game. <laughs> right. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. All right. Come on.
4: Come on. Come on. <laughs> so uh, we have a
0: ton of quick hit news to get by. We are going to probably give just a quick passing to most of these uh, as we move on, because, like I so said, we spent a lot of time talking about games. Uh, they finally have revealed the full slates of Mortal Kombat 11 DLC characters that come with the combat pack. Of course, Shang Tsung and Nightwolf have already been released, uh, but you're also going to be getting Sindel, Spawn, the T-800, and the Joker. Quick thoughts. The Joker looks looks fucking
2: dumb.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He looks terrible. The the
3: Joker's rendering looks fucking (laughs) weird. People were pretty quick to point out that he looks suspiciously like the character in the porn parody of like Batman <laughs> he, he really
0: does look like the Pornhub version of Joker.
3: Yeah, he, he so yeah. We're we're getting the Pornhub variant of Joker. I think tough. T800 looks great. Um that yeah. like it honestly looks like a fucking photograph of, of I
0: think Schwarzenegger. I think this is why it took so long to formally announce this stuff. I think they probably had to f- uh finalize the licensing agreement for that and the likeness agreement for that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and Spawn looks like Spawn. So
4: they're stretching this out all the way to March. March. Yeah. I saw the date that spawned because it was coming out. I'm like, what the fuck is the point? But then again, I remember like Dragon Ball uh, Fighters came out like a year ago. Almost two. When did that come out? Uh, Dragon Ball... Two January. Yeah, it's been over a year the... and a half. Last January? Like January. Um, January 2018. Eight, 2018? Yeah. yeah. Like they're still coming out with characters, but it's yeah, like but that's, season
1: that's, two yeah, yeah, three like three or three or whatever. Second season. or third combat pack. Right? Like, these motherfuckers are
4: oh. coming out once a month. And he's not coming out for almost a year.
1: Well, that's the problem, right? Like, this is what happens when you don't want crunch. Like, Netherrealm was called out for having crunch issues. It's like, alright, well, you don't want crunch, you don't get a new character every month. Sorry. That's and That's... No, here's the thing. They
4: knew that these are the characters that they wanted. And this is a fighting game, you know. <laughs>
2: Come
4: on. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> like,
1: what a, uh, what, a, what a I want to see
4: thing. what his I want to see what his his cape looks like in game. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's like cuz most of the time they have him capeless and I'm like well that's not really spawn. That's just dude nah, whatever.
1: I'm like, very cu- the cape yeah. is the
4: iconic part of spawn and his I'm, face.
1: I'm very curious to see what uh what they do with it like you said.
4: I think they're going to cop out. <laughs> <laughs> like cuz that's a lot. Yeah, like they cop out cape- in the movie, right.
1: Like <laughs> Because
4: they- <laughs> the cape was so fucking difficult. I'm just, I mean, uh...
1: you know, I, they or they're gonna cop out. They're gonna cop out and not have the cape and just have it materialized for certain moves, or they're gonna cop out and have it be like Superman's cape, and it's not. The same.
0: Look, since the T eight hundred is apparently gonna be in every game from now until the end of time, I'm just curious to see how they're gonna shoehorn it into Final Fantasy seven remake. That's gonna be very curious <laughs> to see how that happens.
1: It's the third game that he's in.
0: That's in, in this in this fall period.
1: Hey man, they got a movie coming
0: up. They do. Man, they, they, <laughs> they must be paying fucking licensing all over the all of the map right now. Yeah. Um there's a game on Steam called Ion Fury. It's a old school, like doom style first person shooter. Uh, there was some uh, homophobic content that's in the game, um, and they also found out that uh, the creators of the game had made defensive comments in the past against trans people, You know, talked poorly on social justice warriors, fem- feminism in general. Um, there's stuff in the game that's just blatantly homophobic. So they got some outcry, the developers of Ion Fury, who by the way uh, are the have remnants of the old 3d realm studio. So we talked about dude, Nukem. So there you go right there. Um, they said that we are going to, they said that they were going to, um, donate to charity and edit out some of the controversial material in the game. Uh, steam being steam and fucking incels being incels, uh, review bombed the shit out of the game upon this news. So the developers of Ion fury have backtracked on this, uh, on this plan. Wow.
3: The whole thing is fucking stupid. Just from like start to finish, from oh, from the people who put this content in the game. Now, admittedly, a lot of this stuff was in areas that are not accessible to the player unless they are like hacking the game somehow. But it's the idea of like, okay, cool, really, like you're. It's fucking 2019, and we're putting like that kind of language in the game. And thinking that people aren't going to stumble upon it. Like it's it's fucking stupid. That's stupid. The 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 decision to edit stuff out, I don't think is stupid, but the, the response to them being like, Hey, we're gonna take this completely inconsequential content out of this game <laughs> with all the negative reviews, that's really dumb. And then their review their their decision to backtrack and be like, Oh, just kidding, we're keeping the thing in the game, so
0: Here's the, uh, here's the statement from them, uh, quote, we do not support censorship of creative works of any kind and regret our initial decision to alter Sprite in the game instead of trusting our instincts. 3D realms and void points stand together. On this matter.
3: <laughs> now they they <laughs> did they did clarify. They did say the, the use of the word fag bag in an area that was inaccessible without hacking the game and was added by a developer without approval from anyone was removed a few days ago. We once again apologize for this text as it doesn't reflect the values of 3D Realms or Voidpoint. Uh, a portion of our community made it loud and clear they felt removing O-Gay, though, was censorship and should be protected by free speech. We respected that decision uh jokes at the expense of marginalized communities will not be present in future games published by 3d
0: realms yeah o- O'Gay apparently is a shampoo brand in the game that's a that's a cent above of like Olay shampoo in real life like, like, like that's Olay. not funny
1: yeah. it, no oil it's of not Olay that's okay yeah. like that where's the joke that's, that's corny like what the fuck does that even mean what that that gay people are clean and, and, and straight people have dirty ass ratty hair. Why it's
0: almost like yes. they probably shouldn't have put the content in the game
1: in the first place. Perhaps, right? Yo, I, I I don't understand bigotry, yo. I really don't. Like, this is
3: look. There's a slew of fucking dumb straight men out there who barely want to wipe their ass because they think that anything going between the cheeks is gay. So
4: <laughs> that's hilarious. What? She, that sounds ridiculous. It's the truth. Man. There's I, I grown th- thought, ass
3: thought it, fucking men out there child. with poo in their butt because they don't want to wipe their ass because they think that touching their own goddamn butthole with toilet paper makes them gay.
4: Yo. Yeah, I, I honestly thought that shit. Straight was... Straight really men, crazy.
3: explain. Yo. <laughs> when
4: nah, I yo. It, but nah, then people, some not. people were like, they legitimately like verified, and I'm like y'all are retarded <laughs> <laughs> like, I look that's not a word I'm supposed to use whatever but that's ridiculous Being yeah. clean
3: isn't gonna make your dick fall off I promise I promise it won't I promise I that you lie. will still be fully intact uh, is it well. going to still be too small for you to deal with yes however <laughs> at least you won't smell like a thousand I had, angry I burles. had
0: never heard that before and that's fucking wild to me what is wrong
1: Could with be. people
3: Wipe (laughs) your ass, straight man.
1: Oh, fuck it. I'm as gay as the day is long then, man. I'm gonna wipe my ass if I gotta take a shit, yo. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what the fuck? <laughs> look, I, I'm not even mad
0: that they kept the stuff in the game. It's good to know which companies and which games that we should be avoiding if right,
1: you don't support my, this bullshit. Like, so, look,
4: you can pull whatever the fuck you want in your game. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm
1: not gonna buy it, and I'm gonna actively discourage other people from buying. Yeah.
4: It. That's just ridiculous. God damn. So apparently, I, I just don't understand the point. in just, general, just why? for, for why? the for
0: the fuck to fucking you know, uh, funny. trigger trigger the okay. libs, as they say. So, I guess. Never. So apparently they are going to be donating ten thousand dollars to the Trevor Project, which is a nonprofit which helps LGBTQ youth. That's good. Yeah. Um, maybe just don't put that shit in your games in the first place, though, guys. Uh, seemingly, uh, PewDiePie or PewDiePie, as we we're fond of calling him here on this show, uh, has reformed I his ways that
1: because that's how it's pronounced. I, I,
0: I understand.
3: PewDiePie. <laughs> that's oh, that's what I'm going with.
0: Uh, he recently became the first YouTube creator uh, to attain 100 million subscribers. And apparently, he's done it by turning his act around. And he is once again back in the good graces of YouTube to the surprise of nobody, considering how much ad revenue he's yeah, probably bringing good, in. Good graces. Well, well dick YouTube. So apparently, he's. Are we on YouTube? We are on YouTube, yes. We are. Yeah.
2: No, well, fuck fuck YouTube. Fuck anyway. <laughs> we're
0: not, we're not making, we're not making money from YouTube though. So don't, don't, don't worry about pissing off YouTube. It's fine. Um, apparently he's done this by kind of focusing his channel back on gaming. Apparently he's been playing a ton of Minecraft, uh, which has been making his advertisers happy because Minecraft is a very inoffensive game. Of course, uh, he's been using his fan base to support, uh, charities, uh, for various good causes. And so I guess, uh, YouTube is happy to embrace him once again. And he has found success uh, by beca- crossing the hundred million much. subscriber Thank threshold, which is insane to
4: isn't...
3: me. I'm giving him two more months before he says something racist. Again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hundred million subscribers—that's a third of this country. It is. If it was all in, this if it was all in the country, U.S., it would be not, literally a third of the damn, country.
0: Yeah. That is—that is a lot of people, though. That is a that to is subscribe
4: a... to this fucking. What is he? He's Just general, Swedish.
0: Yes, he's Swedish. Just general content creation. So, Jesus
4: but he's got his Christ. fans, and he's not funny. Like I've seen his video. The nigga's not funny. You know? I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, but whatever.
3: you know what? Neither is Family Guy, and that's still on the air. Look, so,
4: look. Family Guy's funny, goddammit. it. <laughs> it was. Well, funny. I, I haven't seen it. It in was funny a couple of years, but <laughs> like yeah. when I watched it, it was funny
0: So the uh, So, an Amazon listing for a Power A. An Overwatch themed Nintendo Switch case was pulled, was was listed, and then pulled very quickly thereafter, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and so that's fueling speculation that Overwatch is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch very soon. Um, Jeff Kaplan, who is the Overwatch game director, in response to this said that he is quote I'm loving the Nintendo Switch. My second favorite gaming platform of all times is the 3DS." But getting Overwatch on the Switch is very challenging for us, but we're always open-minded about exploring possible platforms. Um, so Overwatch for the Switch confirmed, I guess. Yeah, that was a very that was very non uh, non denial denial. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see why they I, I don't see why they would have made a Nintendo Switch case that's Overwatch themed if if not for the game coming at some point. Or, yep. Yeah. So. Uh, That'll be interesting to see how that performs on the Switch. We'll talk about uh, performance of high-fidelity games on the Switch (laughs) later in the show. Uh, Fortnite currently has some content where you can get some Borderlands crossover uh, in the game. That's going to be active in Fortnite until September 10th. Uh, The Pandora Rift Zone has appeared on the map, which is very Borderlands-themed. If you go long enough without taking damage in this zone, you will generate a shield, and there's some other surprises in there as well. Uh, there's a challenge bundle that you can check out, too, which gets you uh, Psycho Spray, uh, a Vault Hunter banner, and other Borderlands-themed items. So if you play Fortnite, you have that to look forward to for the next uh, week
4: or so. Apparently, Fortnite doesn't give a fuck about Crunch.
0: Oh, no. They're, just, they're pumping, out, pumping out they are content. they pump out
4: content awesome. every other week. They also have a shitload like, of developers working on that game, though. Yeah. So. Many, many people. Don't they have, like, mechs in that game now?
0: They do. We talked about it uh, last week, I think, on the show, actually. so uh, The Mega Man Zero Collection is coming to consoles and PC <coughs> in 2020. I don't have much else to say on that. Uh, Telltale Games is being quote-unquote revived. So all of their assets were purchased by a company called LCG Entertainment. Uh, The new company is going to sell some of the back catalog that they're not interested in moving forward with. And they're going to work on some new games based on Telltale-associated properties as well as some new licenses. Um, And they are saying that workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with this studio with full-time positions possible. Yeah, that's some
3: bullshit.
0: Right. Like it it pisses me off to say that they're reviving Telltale Games. They're not. They're using the Telltale Games name on a new company. That's what they're
3: doing. Oh, you you might be able to get full-time employment and benefits, but work for us for fucking bullshit freelance rates for let's say two years first. Like no. I mean, the, the way that Telltale went under to begin with was um, bad. Uh, and a lot of people lost their jobs. And I think a lot of those folks didn't get any severance out of it, too. So to bring the Telltale name and presumably a lot of these properties back to the table and be like, oh, yeah, we've got freelance opportunities. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Yeah. I mean, what else can you say? Like yeah. fuck you, man! Like this is <laughs> we we know what you're doing. You're not giving people their jobs back. You're 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 picking. The, you're grave robbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> it's like the name has pull. You just want the name.
1: Yep. That's right. That's pretty
4: much you it. May or may, you may or may not get good developers on on your team again. But hey, whatever. That's fucked up.
0: But we'll see. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be seeing the championing of the return of Telltale Games within a couple of years' time. So, <laughs> Quote, unquote. Uh, if you missed Spider-Man last year, good news. The Spider-Man Game of the Year edition is now available. It's Spider-Man with all of the downloadable content already included. Um, an interesting bit of news that I'm curious to get Micah's take on. Yakuza 7 was revealed last week. However, for the first time ever, it's going to have a turn-based battle mechanic system. Uh, Far different from the real-time action that previous Yakuza games had. Michael, what do you think about this new turn-based Yakuza?
1: I'm uh, intrigued by it. Um, Look, I I like this franchise. I like uh, the studio. But we've had six Yakuza games, a Fist of the North Star game, and Judgment. And they all play very, very (laughs) similarly. So... You know, it's a miracle one. It's a miracle that this franchise was, has been as long running as it has been. It's a miracle that it has been revived and, and rejuvenated. I think they've earned enough clout to try something different.
4: But turn base, like the it's, game is known for its story and its combat As as similar as it is. It's known for those two things. Right. And like and, all of the fucking like uh the mini games that you can play, like baseball and fucking fishing and all the kinds claw of claw machines. Yeah. And the <laughs> arcade.
1: If they can if they can pull off a decent story, I think yeah. people will get used to people will get you because th- all these stories like all these stories they're good, but they they rest on the characters. Like the characters yeah. are what make the stories. And if you have interesting characters in this new Yakuza, I, I think people will be will will give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh or you know maybe people just don't like change and will immediately say this is terrible. I I don't know. But I would I would give it I would give it a shot. Just a I thing, think it's
4: really weird that they chose like uh, turn based combat <laughs> yeah. for Yakuza. I like there was that one section in Yakuza 2 that they added where you had to protect the uh, the building site, mm-hmm. like I didn't like that at all. <laughs> that shit was boring. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily turn based, but it was like you had to like create a a, a group of people and you would just fight on the, on the, like the board. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I don't I don't remember, but I didn't really enjoy that too much. I just wanted to fight. But then again, hey, you know, you, like you said, they have goodwill with um their fan base to try something different. I hope it works. I'm not yeah. intrigued. I just want to see what it looks like. So, Destiny, um,
0: Bungie continues revealing stuff about the new expansion and the new season that's coming out. Uh, they're going to be trying something that many other free-to-play games have done in the past, and that is that they are adding a battle pass system to Destiny. So, each season of Destiny going forward is going to have a battle pass. Uh, you can get it for ten bucks. Uh, it's completely optional. If you buy shadow, keep it will come with the battle pass for the season of the undying, which is the first season of the new expansion. Uh, it's going to be a battle pass much like we've seen in games like Dauntless in games, uh, like Fortnite, where as you do activities and gain XP, uh, you'll level up the battle pass. Each level will unlock new rewards Uh, There is free rewards that you can get if you choose not to pay that you'll have access to, but of course you get premium rewards if you do fork over the $10. Uh, One of them is going to be, I believe, an exotic bow. They said that you can get uh, for free if you can level up your battle pass to level 35 out of 100 levels. Uh, If you get the paid battle pass, I think you get that bow right away. Um, they have rotating activities, so there will be new activities that are going to be coming in season three uh, that will only be – or sorry, for, for the new season in year three that will only be available for that season. So they're going to be introducing new stuff and taking it away. Uh, Luke Smith has said in the past that the game cannot grow infinitely, so this is something they're trying to kind of leverage that content. Each season will have a seasonal artifact uh, that you can level up as well that will unlock different perks that you'll have access to and will also give you uncapped bonus power for your guardian that runs across your entire account. It's not going to be character specific. Um, Like I said, a lot of this stuff is stuff that we've seen in other games before. Uh, It's just very interesting uh, to see it coming to a game that we are very familiar with and have a very established relationship with already like destiny Two.
1: Okay. I'm down for it.
0: It's cool. I actually like the battle pass model. I liked it a lot in Dauntless when I was messing mm-hmm. with it. So this could be this could be. Yeah, kind I have
1: cool.
4: no issue with the battle pass model in in free to play games. The issue that I have with it is when they're not good, like yeah. the season two battle pass in um, Apex Legends. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awful. And because fi- you still have to pay like hundred and seventy dollars to get like that that me- that mega skin. Not even a skin. It's like a an axe and it doesn't do anything.
0: But like it, makes, but it makes, you $7 $7. Cool. $9 makes you look 7.99 a piece. Makes you look cool so Terrence. That's no, what that's what's you important. Can't Is see that. your own character. <laughs> <laughs> only only when you do fucking finishers. Yeah.
4: That was it was insane to me when I saw it. I'm like, wow, you just really EA? You, okay, cool." I don't trust them.
0: That's fair. <laughs> and uh
4: I don't trust I don't trust EA or Activision.
0: And finally, uh, PlayStation uh, will not have a press conference at TGS this month. So much like they skipped E3, uh, they're not going to be doing a stage presentation at TGS. They will still have a booth at the show, um, but no presser for Sony. Again, they don't have much to talk about right now, I guess, while we're waiting for PlayStation 5 to come along. So we'll hear more from them later on. Uh, So moving on, before we get into our main topics this week... Make sure you go to youtube.com slash DensePixels, click the red subscribe button, subscribe to the podcast. We post it up there in video format every week. Uh, whenever I do Let's Plays is also on our YouTube channel as well. Make sure you check out the other TNP Studio shows like Black & Black Cinema. The Apocalypse, Coming Distraction, and the free one-hour version of the Look Forward Political podcast. You can subscribe to all those shows on whatever pod-catching app that you use to listen to your podcast. And, of course, if you're not a TMP Studios premium member, go to denspixels.com, slash premium, sign up today, $5 a month, $50 for the entire year. You get mo- weekly episodes of the Look Forward Political podcast, as well as our other premium shows, which include The Men with the Golden Tongues, No Time to Bleed, and the airing of grievances. Um, so we go over there, let's go to Carrie first. So there's been some major news in the industry this week of a few folks accusing some prominent industry figures uh, of sexual assault, sexual harassment, uh, and it's had a bit of a tragic end uh, for one of those figures this week. So I'll let you get into this, because I have a feeling you're the most well-versed of all of us on this story. Sure. Um, so...
3: Basically, over the last week, week and a half, um, a few stories came out in the games industry about a few prominent figures in the game industry um, with accusations of mostly sexual abuse, but also emotional abuse and um, workplace abuse, especially. Um, So the one that I noticed first was uh, Jeremy Soule, who is a, a music composer who has done just... A lot of games for a lot of people. Um, I mean, I think he's probably most known for his work on the Elder Scrolls series since Morrowind at this point. Um, but he also worked on Knights of the Old Republic and Guild Wars, and I mean, I think it's appropriate to say he's had a prolific career in terms of video game music. Um, so, game designer Nat, Nat, I guess it's is is it Natalie or Nathalie Lawhead? Um, who basically created this big blog post um, as a as a means to identify him and um, pointing out the power imbalance and the relationship that they had and um, the fact that uh, Soul seemed to have a lot of clout in the industry um, that ultimately caused Lawhead to suffer workplace repercussions for refusing his advancements and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that for me personally, that sucked a lot. I've been a huge fan of the Elder Scrolls for a long time and the music was a large part of that. And also <laughs> playing in the Baltimore Gamer Symphony Orchestra, we were actually planning a a show, like a whole program on games that were developed in Maryland. And that would include the Elder Scrolls. Um, But we have decided to scrub um, Soul's contributions from the program um, and focus instead on the first two Elder Scrolls games, which both still have incredible music. So um, I'm looking forward to doing a program that doesn't include works of a rapist on it. So
1: um,
3: uh, Soul came out and sort of, sort of, Declined it. Basically said, "Well, these these allegations are so old, and I don't know how anyone could take them seriously." But not so much oh. saying that that he
4: didn't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like think, why are you bringing up old shit? Response. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like,
3: uh, and I think like a another vocalist that Soul had used in some of his work had um come out with some similar allegations following Lawhead's initial post. Um, now Bethesda. Earlier this year, Bethesda sort of came out and said that they weren't going to be using Soul for Elder Scrolls Six, um, and it's sort of it, it. sort of makes me wonder if, like, they had started to find out about some of these rumors, because um, apparently this was another one of those things where there were rumors about Soul for a long time, and uh, people just kept giving him work and uh now that there are actual like names to the accusations it seems that uh folks are no longer going to be working with him uh the materia collective which is going to be uh publishing i think some of his albums or something like that decided that they were no longer going to be working with him so he has already suffered some professional repercussions um Before we get to um, Alec Holoka, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I feel like I'm not. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Luke Shelton, uh, who is a programmer at British studio Splash Damage, Um, Adelaide Garner or who currently works in tabletop RPGs, uh, put out a lengthy Twitter thread accusing Shelton of sustained psychological and physical abuse that happened two years ago, Um, saying uh, every once in a while, like she, she said, every once in a while, like now I realize I'm still terrified of him. He's a whole country away and I will never see him again. And he has no way of contacting me. And I'm just as scared of him as the day I left his flat for the last time. Um, I haven't seen any fallout regarding Shelton, but yeah, I think the, the biggest or what turned into the biggest story of the week was, um, Zoe Quinn, who developed depression Quest and authored crash override and was the focal point of the fucking gamer goobers. Um, she posted a, a lengthy account on her Twitter account, which she has since shut down, she shut down her Twitter account, um, recounting abuse from indie dev Alec uh, Holoka, best known for his work on Night in the Woods, though we did do other games like Aquaria. Um, I just think Night in the Woods, because Night in the Woods picked up a lot of steam and I think won a few awards and whatnot. Um, But basically uh, saying that uh, he abuse her over the period of of several weeks and sort of trapped her at his apartment in Canada and, uh, yeah, um, Scott Benson, who worked with him on Night in the Woods, uh, wrote that we believe Zoe's account on Alex's actions. We're sad. We're angry. Um, and they decided to sever ties with him. They canceled. They canceled like the physical release of Night in the Woods, which would have gotten. Holoka, like a pretty big paycheck, uh, presumably. And, um, ultimately, um, Holoka committed suicide, um, last week. So, um, it's a, it's a tricky situation. Um, his sister Eileen, um, said that uh, Alec was a victim of abuse and he also spent a lifetime battling mood and personality disorders. I will not pretend that he was also not responsible for causing harm, but deep down, he was a person who wanted only to offer people care and kindness. Took him a while to figure out how. In the last few days, he was supported by many Manitoba crisis services. I want to thank everyone for their support. Um, But yeah, ultimately, um, he killed himself following the exposure of his, uh, alleged abuses and whatnot. So,
0: (sighs) I mean, we, we talk, we talk all the time about how video games are a great way to escape from real life, but video games are not insular insulated from the politics of, the real world. They're not. We've we've seen so many examples of that in the past several years. And like Carrie mentioned, Zoe Quinn is central in this story. And Zoe Quinn was also central in Gamergate, which exploded and became essentially what is what we now know as the alt-right movement in this country. Right. Essentially. So that started here. <laughs> and then right. that exploded past past video games. Um so you can't ignore it and and there's been a reckoning uh for for sexual predators and and sexual harassers across the country and across the world uh during the me too movement and frankly it was only a matter of time before before you know something explosive um dropped like this yeah i would say
3: i mean it's it's an incredibly nuanced situation i think um you know, I I believe women. I I think um, you know, based based on what, on what Quinn said, based on what other members of the Night in the Woods dev team have since said about him, um, based on other accounts online, I fully believe that Alec Haloka was an abuser. However, I don't believe that means he should have died. Um, I think he was clearly a very troubled individual, um, and that those troubles expressed themselves in the way he had abusive behavioral tendencies. Um, I think it's really unfortunate. Um, I just, my biggest concern and like, it's, it's already started to happen is that people are using this as a rallying point Against victims of sexual abuse.
1: Right. Like, oh, look what she did. She, she, she's lying. Yeah. She, she, she
3: she made him kill himself that, uh, you know, false accusations ruin men's lives. Look at him. He was, he was, he was the victim of this situation. And, um, ultimately he, he was the victim of his own situation. Absolutely. But he didn't kill himself because of one incident. You know, it, it's just it's it's tough um i i think that me too coming for the games industry is um a long time coming um and i want to see these people held accountable for their actions uh i mean women have said over and over again that they don't necessarily feel comfortable working in video games we saw last year with a uh, riot being held responsible for their sort of bro culture. Uh, <laughs> that uh, this is this is a a cultural issue in the video game industry. Um, and my concern is that the issue will be swept aside because uh, one likely abuser chose to end his life. So.
4: This is a cultural issue. Full stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Period. Not even. Not just the in, like the video game industry. Like
3: Oh no! I mean it's. It's.
4: Yeah. It's, it's across
3: a, the board. Like, but God you, damn. Yeah. yeah.
4: So. But then again, like the majority of the video game industry, what is what's the percentage as far as um white males <laughs> like as a whole in the video game industry?
3: I don't. I don't. I don't. It's really fucking.
4: It. High. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: is it? I don't. Is it, it really that bad high? High. I don't Yo, know. It might be. <laughs> like, i'm gonna go 97 fuck it like i don't know i can't um, i can't no, imagine it can't be that high but it's, it's probably pretty It's high. gotta be it's no less than like 75 it's it's probably it's definitely probably majority i would say i would probably say like 80 <laughs> to be real to be to, an honest number would probably be be 80 yeah it's crazy like but yeah uh, it sucks that he killed himself but then again like you said that's not the only like that one incident isn't the reason. And he had, he had to have had other issues. Um, right. It's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I feel kind of bad for the guy,
1: but at the I same time, I sympathize for
3: his family yeah, more, feel, more than I anyone.
1: I feel bad about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know this person, so I, I don't know what to feel one way or the other. I, I, you know, I, it's always sad when someone, uh, decides to, uh, end their life. But, um, you know, at the same time, I, I, I can, I can have two independent thoughts yeah. and, and feel bad for that person, uh, killing themselves. And still, uh, believe that, uh, women get the short end of the stick, um, in this industry because they get the short end of the stick in life. Like, like it, it just, and there's, there's, goo gobs of evidence to prove it so right um yeah man this is um and like you said carrie this is going to be uh co-opted into something that um you know this woman accused him and she obviously is lying and he killed himself like you know first of all if I, no one has ever accused me of doing something Inappropriate. You know why? Because I don't come off that way. <laughs> generally, if you don't come off that way, and I'm speaking for anecdotal evidence, <laughs> right? if you don't come off like a creep, people won't generally accuse you of being a creep. Right? Like, theoretically, yeah, you know, it, someone could report a false accus- accusation. And, but, you know, theoretically, the moon can crash into the earth. Right? Right? Like, yeah, in theory it could happen. Probably not going to. So how about everybody just treat everybody else like goddamn. Treat everybody like family. You wouldn't push up on your sister like that, would you? Ew. exactly. I mean, some people yeah. would. You well, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
4: the wrong analogy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently step fantasy is in. this <laughs> um, might like
4: the one, my biggest pet peeve, well, I will fight anyone. I don't give a fuck who you are. It's like, if you accuse me of doing something that I did not do, like, you're not going to do that. And if you do, I'm going to do whatever it takes in my power to prove that I did not do that shit. Right. Before I kill myself. Nah. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not. No, absolutely not. Nah. So, mm, like, he did that shit. It sucks that he killed himself. But did
1: But I feel like he did it. So. <laughs> right. I feel like, <laughs> like he did it. I mean, his his right. sister,
4: basically and
0: didn't she didn't admit it? But she's yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna say like, that this, yeah, this is a yeah, lie.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I, no. At <laughs> no point has anyone
2: <laughs> close
3: to <laughs> yeah. him said that that
2: these
3: yeah. uh, these allegations are impossible or right. or anything like that. Everyone around him is sort of like, yeah, yeah. he was kind of he well, was he, was, he was troubled and yeah.
1: So oh, like that's literally what she said.
0: I choose yeah. I choose to to look at this more optimistically. I mean we a, a tragic ending of this specific story aside, what we did see is someone posted an accounting of the abuse that they suffered. It encouraged two other people to come forward as yeah. well. And I would hope that I I would hope that the way that this one situation ended does not deter women from from mm-hmm. continuing to come forward. And I, I'm really, I hope nobody else comes forward because I hope that there's no other yeah, incidents that need to be talked about. Yeah, but at but the same time, right there, right, I, I'm, I'm sure, know. I'm sure there is plenty more where that came from. And like I said, these that people need sad. a light shine on them. They do. Yeah. Like I said, yep. Jay, Jay says all the time, sunlight is the best disinfectant for, you know, atrocious behavior. And I, I hope that people still find the courage to continue to come forward in these situations. So.
3: Yep. That's, that's my hope. I am not quite as optimistic as you are that that will actually happen.
0: <laughs> and I, but, and I, uh, I, and I understand, totally understand why, but I, listen. I I, I think we, we've seen that groundswell too much in the last couple of years that yeah. I think people are, are finding, finding it within them to, to, to do that, which is, which is good. Cause these people need to be called out that are, that are, that are not participating correctly in our society, let's say. To put right. it to put it lightly. So so to, to shift completely off of that very heavy topic onto something a little bit more lighthearted, but also kind of serious. Fucking two K. Terrence, <laughs> tell us about the My Team trailer for NBA two K twenty.
4: Yeah. So last week a trailer came out for the my character or my whatever I don't know what the fuck it's called. Of my team trailer uh, came out last week for NBA 2K20. And it was literally <laughs> like there pacheco was, machines. There was more gambling fucking, than there was basketball in that and, trailer. And like slot machines and card packs. Like that's all it was. That's what the, that's what the trailer
1: was for. Yo, they had it's, slot machines in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literal gambling, like literal video representations of physical gambling devices. It was a casino
4: essentially <laughs> to, to collect cars and VC points, whatever the fuck they use in NBA 2K. So you can improve, so you can get like special characters. They're NBA players, first of all. Like people were like hyped because they got an M that got a LeBron James card. Isn't he in the fucking game? He is. My team is their analog for
0: uh, Ultimate Team, where you get players um, and you build like a custom squad. That you can then take online to take, do online, what? To take online and play against other people.
4: So you can't just like, you know, like pick up these characters. Was it like 2015 LeBron James? Like I don't understand. I like like I stopped playing NBA two K. Well, they
0: so so Terrence, they apparently have cards that, that you can now evolve like Pokemon into better wow. versions of of these no. other NBA so, players.
4: So essentially you you use, I guess, in-game currency or you could just pay real money. To get the in-game currency that you can spend in the casino that they have in the game, so you can collect cards for players that you should already be able to play with. Anyway, don't buy this game. That's my. That's
0: to be fair. I'm. I'm going. I'm going to to be. I'm going to be fair. The shit that they show, like the gambling stuff in the game, is not actual gambling. Like you're not actually like. Spinning a slot machine and the chances that you'll get, like it's it's like a bonus that you can get one of five different bonuses based on like what slots you pull. The the, the actual gambling mechanics in these modes is the card packs themselves, and that's not what these are. So what the hell was a slot machine thing? About just them? the the worst look that you reproduci- could possibly. Yes, the worst look that it, you could like possibly imagine yeah, yeah, in, on, in the current like- in the current culture that we are in 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 gambling culture. So what is it?
4: So they did it on purpose. They said, "Go fuck, go fuck yourself." And they were like, "We're gonna put a, we're literally gonna put a fucking slot machine in this yeah. game to and, a, and, a, and, a, and a pachinko machine, opening the
0: cards. and a prize wheel." And we're gonna yeah, and we're gonna have stuff. picture and picture cut-ins of 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 some dudes really getting hype of about their like slot machine YouTube pools that content they're Content
4: creators. That's who they were. They were like, they were content creators, like like actual ones. Be. I believe so. Really. Yeah, that's not a good I mean, look. Cut him
1: a check, man. That's like... not a good look. I got money for it. Like that's
4: <laughs> sad, but um, look, I don't understand. I don't know where games are going now. Like this is a sports game, right? Yeah, that's yep. what it's supposed to be. Supposedly, NBA, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
4: what it's supposed to be. Like they literally put like trailers in the beginning of NBA 2K that you have to watch at this point. Trailers for television shows. Like they put like Snowfall. They put the trailer for Snowfall in the beginning of the game when you cut it on that you have to watch you can't skip it
1: here's something that no one else is going to talk about regarding this uh game and this franchise and all sports games and athletes um in general um we talk about it with college athletes uh but the same thing happens with uh professionals these people are treated as commodities and um and this, 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 my team, this pick a pack and create your different, like, roster of people. Like, these are human beings, guys. Like, they're not, they're not, <laughs> they're not trading cards, guys. Like, this isn't. No, but no, you can't say that because we had trading cards as Yeah, i kids. say
4: trading cards are a thing that exists. Mm. So we, like, I didn't have, I didn't collect trading cards. I didn't. I, you know sell what Sell for I... thousands of dollars when you were, like, people still have cards that are probably worth hundreds of thousands of dollars in the collection so this is not any different this is not new this is just the evolution and these you don't own these cards that's even worse yeah that's it is worse you don't own them they're digital but my thing is like i was saying i think i may have gotten i think i may have lost connection i was saying that this is rated (laughs) oh i did yeah Yeah. uh it's (laughs) it's rated for everyone and like these this uh, like it's visually it's literally gambling Right, that that's yeah. my that's my biggest issue is that so, fucking children play
0: this stuff, man. Like yeah, you don't need like, to be throwing fucking game. and casino like, games at kids. You're
4: visualizing these card packs being opened as like pachinko machines and slot machines and all this and like a, a wheel of fortune wheels and shit like that. That's fucked up. But then you got to remember, like the ESRB was created so they could like so, like they rate games, but. They created it themselves to regulate themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't give a fuck. They will. Trust long me. As, trust me, as, they as will. As long as it doesn't say AO, they don't sell AO at those only games. But like technically, there's no violence in the game. So it is rated E for everyone.
0: It's it's gonna you're gonna see enough groundswell to to change this, I think, at some point. Like like it, it's it's because of shit like this that it's gonna happen. Because this like people abusing this crap is why we can't have nice things.
1: Stop buying people and selling them. <laughs> stop it. Stop buying athletes virtually for your for your goddamn video game and stop gambling for it. Imagine, like you think this is what slave masters did, like like spin a wheel to to get one of these one of these uh, one of these big black bucks, and then there's a booby prize. And there's there's me. It's four Demetriuses, <laughs> And then there's me. Like, what the fuck I'm going to do? Anyway. Yeah, this shit is gross. Like, I know you were trying to be uh, fair, Brad, but, like, trailers are indicative of what the game... Trailers are supposed to be indicative of what the game is supposed to be. And um, all I saw was <laughs> fucking... All I saw was the MGM Grand at the National Harbor. That's That's all I saw. <laughs>
0: No, it's 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 silly. But uh, meanwhile Mike is Micah's Mike is going too woke, I think, with it with his uh with his no, thing on
1: this no. I'm tired of my black brothers and sisters being uh being uh
0: treated as slaves. If it makes you feel any better in FIFA, I mostly buy white German guys, so
3: um. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they deserve.
0: So
4: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Um this week, with uh, basically what I got a chance to play and see uh, at the at the GameStop Expo last week. Uh, first of all, I will say Nashville, delightful city, uh, lots oh, of I excellent food and drink. Um,
3: did you get some hot chicken? I
0: got I got several hot chickens at several nice. different places. <laughs> I uh, I made it a point to try many different hot chickens.
1: Nice. Did you make it a point to go see Cam?
0: I did not. Cam Cam keeps needling me for not messaging him, but but I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not because you said, "No, I'm being I genuinely appreciate the fact that you didn't try to make me drop everything to go see you." <laughs> I only had one night that I could have hung out anyway. I just forgot did you to go mention. to the Opry. I uh, did not. We were not on that part of town. We were in okay. the uh, we were in the downtown uh, area where Broadway was. So, ba- so basically, oh, yeah. Nashville did you has see like Jeff
1: Jarrett's home.
0: I did not see Jeff Jarrett's house, sadly. Did you um, check out
3: third man records.
0: No, I, I instead I got to see like fells point on steroids basically is what <gasps> yeah, I got no, to see Broadway down, is down there
3: lit man.
0: Yeah, it's, it's serious. And there was at least, and I, it, I'm not exaggerating with this number. There were at least 150 bachelorette parties uh, roaming around town the several days that,
1: that I was right. down
0: there. So, but it's still cool. Um, but also cool was the stuff that I got to see and play. Uh, we'll talk about the C's first, then we'll talk about the games that I got to play. Um, so, Micah, you wanted to know about the Last of Us Two, uh, and about what that. I mean, it's it's the Last of Us. Like, do you like the Last of Us?
1: Not really. Right, then, I, then I wouldn't. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't sweat it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't play. Like, does it, does it? Does it? Does it feel any different? Does it play any different? Is it? Is it, it looks, still just? It looks the
0: same to me. Except Elsie or whatever the fuck her name is is very, you know, is very uh very adept at at the combat. She's learned a lot over the last several years.
1: I don't know what I thought I was going to get with The Last of Us 2, but I thought it would be something a little different than just The Last of Us, which is just Resident Evil if you think about it. Like yeah, it's
0: it's it's like Resident Evil combined with Uncharted basically.
1: All right, if the Uncharted people made Resident Evil, yeah, then that's <laughs> it. But yeah, I, I don't know. And that game was um, like, it, it it brought about, the original brought about a lot of like unnecessary stress for me. Like mm. I was always tense playing that game, but not like tense in like a horror movie type of way. Like, t- I, I don't know, man. I just didn't enjoy myself playing that game. I
0: understand that and I didn't like it either. So, we're like we're of kindred spirits <laughs> to that. I will tell you that based on some context clues that I picked up, uh that game's probably going to come out in the spring before PlayStation 5 releases. So, perhaps look for that maybe in May or June. I, that's what I'd be predicting uh right now just again based on some context clues. Um I know that uh CD Project Red released a new gameplay demo for cyberpunk that they streamed on twitch um i actually got to see that demo but i got to see the uninterrupted version of that um it is the best parts about those style of games uh just being able to really role play and really design a character with a skill set that matches the style that you want to play uh that looks very cool i got to see some of like the net running sections which looks interesting i just can't wait for that game to come out i almost don't need to see anything else about that game um just make it April
4: and give it to me. Because didn't looks that very game cool. also run into some controversy? They earlier, yeah. Like this past weekend about the um, instead of gender, they just put um, like body type. They took out gender and put body type instead, so you can create a character and you're like you can swap out like the male or female voices. of oh, the you can give a female voice to a male character or a male character or a female voice. So it's whatever. <laughs> But yeah, people cool. hated that because apparently it's the left, it's the libtards that did that, and now <laughs> yeah. you can't, you can't create a, like, you can't just create a male character anymore. Now they gotta be gender fluid or whatever bullshit these fucking lefties, right? I, I hate people, yo.
1: Yo, it's, 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 it's literally, fine. it's literally built into the story of the game. It's all about modding your body, yeah. yo.
4: It's cyber. <laughs> <it's, laughs>
0: no, Micah, nothing, nothing <laughs> changes over the next 51 years. Nothing. God damn all. it, so, dude.
4: Yeah. People are fucking dumb. And remember what game did that first? I don't know if it did it first, but it uh, did it pretty well. Uh Saints Row. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did that shit. I just wanted to see what the hell my character would see what, what it would be like to have my character with a male voice or with a female voice. Nolan voice. That voice. Foolish. <laughs> but you could do it. And they went crazy with it. Like you could have a male character and didn't give him tits. If you wanted to. Yeah. And I, I know in um, Saints Row 2, at least.
1: And give them a zombie voice, because why not?
4: <laughs> they had six voices for that game. Six <laughs> people did the script for that game. That's crazy. Yeah, But um, yeah, so people are fucking dumb. Anyway.
0: So I got to see the gameplay trailer uh, that they showed off the press at E3 uh, for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That was the subject of many different... Uh, or not gameplay trailer, the gameplay demo. Uh that was the subject of kind of the insight <coughs> into how serious and tone that game is going to be. Um I said it before hearing about the stuff was uncomfortable. Um watching it play out was also very uncomfortable. Um the mission they showed was you are on like a like a black ops team going through a brownstone in London because a terrorist cell is holed up there and it's it's very different than Call of Duty gameplay that I've ever seen because it's very slowly paced you got the night vision goggles on the entire time you're you know you're slowly and quietly going room by room clearing them out uh there's you know parts where you jump in a room and you know there's a woman inside she's like oh don't shoot don't shoot and then she turns around to grab a shotgun and the dude fucking you know takes her out real quick like that's That's, that's hard to see there. there, There's a woman where one of the guys kicked in the door and there's like a mother holding her baby. And I'm just like, Oh, please don't shoot that. Please don't shoot that mom. (laughs) Like, please don't do that. Like, fortunately they're able to to detain her without having to, you know, without having to shoot her. But it's just, it's just a very realistic look at what modern conflict is like basically. And you're either going to think that that's really cool and enjoy that. Or you might be like me and don't need that level of intensity in <laughs> your, in your, in your escapist first person shooter.
1: Do you think that they'll actually have like something meaningful to say about, about the depictions of violence am, like that?
0: I am skeptical. No, it's to that degree. I don't trust them
1: because it's one thing like, all right, you're doing this shit for shock value. I, on a weird level i kind of get it but normally it's to to comment on the horrors of war like war like there's a whole lot of violence in rambo but it's all about like you know him not wanting to succumb to that but that's the only thing he knows it's the only thing he knows how to do it's who he is it's who he was born into but it's it's call of duty yo <laughs> Like, you're going to play, like, like if you even play the campaign, you're, you're going to just brush that shit off and commit all those horrible acts that you just did in the campaign, but then you're going to get a little plus 10 above the fucking victims that you, that you shot in the head. So, it, like, it's one thing to do it, but I'm very curious as to see how they, they handle the, you know, the horrors of modern warfare. Right.
0: Now, what did look cool... And I don't know if either of you guys got a chance to play that this weekend when they were doing the alpha. The 2v2 mode looks like the most fun thing in, in that game, basically. Mm-hmm. So I didn't
4: bother downloading it.
0: Yeah, so in the, in the 2v2, it's, it's a fir- it, you play in rounds. It's first to six. Uh, you, you, the, they're small maps, obviously, to encourage confrontation quickly. Uh, you start with certain weapons, the type of weapons that you use rotate from round to round. And you just have to kill the other team. And if you don't kill the other team within 30 seconds, a capture point pops up, and the first team to hold down the capture point wins the round. It's quick, it's fast, it's fun, it's fluid. Um, if I'm, if I'm going to play the new Modern Warfare, that's probably the only mode that I'm even going to bother fucking around with, because it just looks like a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. 2v2 looks interesting. Looking forward to playing that. Um, got to see an extended trailer for The Witcher 3 on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, they uh, they probably shouldn't have shown that to me on a two hundred foot screen, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they uh, they certainly did fit the entire Witcher game with with DLC onto a thirty two gigabyte cartridge, which is commendable. <laughs> but, but God,
3: at what cost? But at
0: what well, the cost of a lot of resolution that, that for, for that game? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they said this and. <laughs> From the trailer, you can tell that that game is running at 540p on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. So, like, you gotta, you don't even bother putting it on, like the dock. Oh no, just play that handheld mode <laughs> because it because, handheld mode. because it's under it's under resolution for the handheld mode. Like that, like yeah. the handheld is capable yeah, the handheld runs of 720. 720. Yeah, 720. But so so the, the way I likened it to these guys before we started recording is when I got my LASIK done. The night afterwards, after I had spent the whole day resting my eyes, and I went out in my car, in, in, in the car at night with my wife, and there's these halos around every light that you see. That's what it looked like for the Witcher <laughs> 3 on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it is. Commendable that they did it, but if you want, if you like fidelity, uh, that is not the version of the play of Witcher You know
3: 3. what? I might do it.
4: I don't know. I mean. <laughs> is there even a point in
3: putting that on a... Well, handle, handle. Just just to say, for the they, sake of just having to having say they did it. Like I, I <laughs> they would were like. I'm gonna it. prove
4: we could do it. Yeah, they just, just, just to approve they could. Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: I would want to yeah. play it just for the sake of playing it.
0: Now Honestly. I got to see character gameplay of all of the different Avengers character in the new Avengers game, and let me tell you that every single character that they showed kind of fought the same way, pretty much. In I the mean. little snippets that they showed us. Um, <laughs> like, I, like I mentioned to Micah in, 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 a, in a text message, uh, if there's anything that Iron Man is known for in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> it is his close quarters combat fighting as Bucking he runs up and punches and kicks people in the face.
1: Squaring up and giving a guy a two-piece. That's <laughs> Iron Man. <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Micah,
0: Bucking you up. had a very smart reaction as to why this probably is in the game.
1: Um I think I said that it was uh probably so this game is apparently going to have a bunch of different characters that will become available. And um it, it, with these characters they have all these fantastical powers, right? Like they're very different from one another. Like the well, Hulk and Iron Man are two vastly different people with two vastly different power sets. So the only way I can figure that you cram a bunch of different characters in it, you know, like Ant-Man and the only way Ant-Man, the Hulk and Iron Man can all be in a game that's playable together is if they all play similarly with like a couple different tweaks here and there because of the different power sets. I mean, I mean, that's the don't only know, way I man. Can. Cause
3: I've played ultimate Alliance three. That's the other game I played. That game's good. Uh, and I, the, those characters don't play the same in Ultimate Alliance. So, why the fuck are they playing the same in a game that <laughs> probably has less characters than
4: Ultimate Alliance?
1: Well, in, in Ultimate Alliance, um, they, there are a certain number of. There's those a
4: prototypes, certain. prototypes,
1: right? Right. Like, everybody, like, yeah, the Wasp has a move where she shoots rapid fire things. So does Iron Man. So does Black Widow. So does Hawkeye. You know what I mean? Like those are different characters, but they, they all have a rapid fire move. There's a rapid fire move, a slam move, uh, a launcher move, and a rushing move. And every character has some sort of variant of those moves. Now they are animated differently. Yeah. But that's essentially what they are. Because again, you got 36 characters in it there's only so much that you can make them play differently and they each have different like not everybody has a beam move right captain america doesn't have a beam move because he doesn't shoot beams but cyclops and and iron man do mm. so different characters have different combinations of the archetype moves <laughs> but they're still archetype moves <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, they also talked about how each of the five main characters is going to have, like, a campaign playthrough, a story. Like, they're going to look at the story from each of their perspectives, essentially. Um, be, and then they said the other part of the game is they're going to have these, like, world events, and that's where you can do, like, the team-ups. And the way they made it sound makes it sound an awful lot – like, like when they were describing it, I was hearing, like, strikes in Destiny. And that's okay. not
4: I thought that was what people were saying to begin with when when they first, once they started getting a little bit more information about right. the game. But if all three. but
0: if all you have is story and then strikes and those are the two tenets of your game and you want people to play this a lot and grind for things that's not a recipe for success because <laughs> well, strikes are fun the first ten times you play them, and then you are on autopilot, just getting to the end because you need to get the loot, and you're not really paying attention to what's going on in the game.
1: Let me ask you something, Brad. Mm. Did you play Destiny? I do. Did did you? Were you a day one Destiny two fan? I was. I don't, I don't think you were a day one Destiny one fan. No, I wasn't you? that. This sounds this sounds a lot like Destiny one. Um.
0: But it, which... but at least at least Destiny has exotics. At least Destiny had PVP that you could go do when you were tired of doing
4: PVE stuff. Mm. Like yeah, like I, what the fuck is the wait, carrot on the stick for this game? Like what? So you there's what no is, like a different costume for the characters? Basically like different
0: gear, which is going to make them look different. Which I'm assuming you can power up some of. That. I, I again details are still scarce. I'm hesitant to to cast wide nets. But everything I've seen so far makes me very scared.
4: Like, I could see if you could create your own superhero eventually. Nope. But, like, not with the the Avengers, and then they're going to be adding other characters into it. I'm like, okay, cool, but, like, they're those characters. I don't really give a fuck about dressing them niggas up (laughs) and and grinding to do so.
1: So is this this Marvel's anthem?
4: I mean, Mm. so far... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so far, it has been. They have promised two years of content that they're going to support the game with, so we'll you see. You can't do that with every game, yo. Stop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the, that's that's what I saw. Now we can talk about what I've played. I'm going to do the Nintendo ones first because uh, I'm sure Carrie has some questions about Link's Awakening. So I played, I played Link's Awakening. The demo that I played starts at the beginning of the game, and you get as far as you can get in 15 minutes and then that's where you cut off. Uh, I was proud that I was able to get into uh, at least get into the tail dungeon uh, about oh, okay. halfway into it during that demo. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at how much I remembered from Link's Awakening, even though I haven't played that game in over 20 years at this okay. point. Um, it looked great. Uh, I really like the art style they're going with. It's, it's, it's familiar yet different than any other Zelda game uh, that's out there the way that they've done it. Um, being able to quickly map stuff on the, uh, you know, pause and quickly map stuff. Cause I remember the game boy game was not the inventory management. In that game was atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice having extra buttons to be able to equip multiple things. That's a, that's a big plus, uh, with this one, it just looks good. It looks solid. Um, I can't wait to play it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I've wanted a 2d Zelda game for a while, a new one and uh Link's Awakening will certainly fit that bill for that
3: you should Yeah, be... I've wanted a new one since Link Between Worlds. And which I, didn't, I, enjoyed I didn't even play a that.
0: Lot. I didn't even play that one. So
3: It, it was really good.
0: What I the I hell I was don't think I you? I don't think I had a 3DS at the time.
3: Oh my god. If they
0: release it on Switch, I'll buy it on there.
3: Dude, I'll let you borrow one of my 3DSs. <laughs> <laughs> Link Link yeah. I have two. Uh oh, okay. like, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not that crazy. I have a regular XL and a small new 3DS. Mm. Um yeah, god, Link Between Worlds was super good. But like I'm I'm glad to hear that Link's Awakening is is really good. Um I have the Dreamer edition pre-ordered. Um I mean, Link's Awakening was for me the game that sort of like tipped me over the edge into video gaming as as a hobby as a kid um before i discovered the legend of zelda i really only played pokemon and i sort of was introduced to Link's awakening at like a block party (laughs) shortly after the uh the game boy color version came out so yeah um i mean i i'm super looking forward to it um i guess i don't I, I wouldn't say I have any questions about it. I'm just like, I'm glad to hear that it's good and that it looks good and plays really smoothly and uh, I'm very much looking forward to hearing a lot of the remastered music for the game and yeah, yeah it'll it's a day one purchase for me. so
0: I also played uh Luigi's mansion. this is that was my first experience with any Luigi's Mansion game by the way. I never played really? any i it, it, I didn't have a Gamecube and I certainly didn't buy Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on the That's 3DS. Fair. So um it looks it looks very cool. If you like puzzle games um like environmental puzzle games specifically, uh it's going to have that in spades. Uh the boss fight that I ran up against was much more difficult than I was anticipating it being, and it was Did probably Did you get uh,
3: to play as Luigi or
0: Gooigi? I I got to play as both Luigi and Gooigi actually <laughs> as well because you need Gooigi to solve a lot of the puzzles uh in the world Around you. Uh, I do enjoy the, the ghost busting mechanic in the game because basically you have to like stun ghosts and then you can vacuum them up in your vacuum and then slam them on the ground to deal them yep. damage. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. And obviously, some of the ghosts have different mechanics that you have to learn. Like one of them has a shield, so you have to like use your plunger to pull the shield away from them before you can attack them, that kind of stuff. It's nice. It's pretty simple. But it, again, if you like that style of game, it looks pretty good and it looks like it's going to have a lot there uh when I'm, the game releases
3: i'm just glad that in the year of our lord 2k19 we have an official nintendo character named Gooigi.
4: yeah i don't know how i feel about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean family. it is the most accurate description of a character in a name that you've ever seen in your entire life so,
3: so luigi mm. made out a goo
0: that's right so the one uh, the one that I would imagine Micah would be most curious to learn about is the Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, demo that I played. So the demo that I played was a very small slice of the game. Uh, it is you descending into the first uh, – Ma- apparently it's pronounced Mako, by the way. Never knew yeah. that for for fucking years.
1: Uh, yeah, I found that out when the Evan Children movie came out, and they were like, Mako, Mako, Mako. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Ooh, all this Mako energy. What
0: the fuck is Mako? Yeah, it's not, not Mako anymore. It's Mako, apparently. <laughs> Sounds right, like a shitty whatever. kid's toy, but all right. So <laughs> going to, basically the the last descent into the first Mako reactor, uh, and then the fight against the the Scorpion uh, turret base, or the Scorpion boss. Uh, That is the first boss that you face in the game. So the combat system is a lot more – well, it it wasn't as nuanced as I thought at the beginning, but I could see it growing more nuanced as you acquire new skills and new abilities for your characters. So – we've you, if you guys saw the e three trailer you saw that you have you know you can slash with with an attack button in real time and dodge and stuff like that and while you're doing that there's a progress in what's called the active time battle bar that fills up uh below your character and you have two sections of that bar and as soon as you have at least one section uh filled, you can basically stop the action it doesn't actually stop it just slows it to like a crawl um and choose from a list of commands and execute different abilities and that's where like your special moves and your magic spells and stuff like that come into play. And you can also, you can switch between characters freely uh, or you can command characters uh, with a, with a macro thing as well. If you want to Um, where this is interesting is that you can do attacks every time the bar pops up if you want to, or you can save them and save up two sections so that you can execute To attack simultaneously, or you know, back to back, if you want to, or some some of the more powerful attacks will require more sections of that gauge, uh, in order to in order to execute them. So it gives you a little bit more agency than I suspected that you might have with this, and it's important for fights like against the Scorpion because obviously, if you've played that fight before, you know that there's points where the enemies can be the weakest to certain attacks. So there's certain points where it's, it's smarter to save up those bars and then hit him with like a double shot of, of thunder magic basically while he's weak and things of that nature. So the boss battles in this game are going to be extremely cool uh, because they're very cinematic multifaceted, much like in any RPG, the, the, the grunts that you run up against are going to feel like boring and, and repetitive and tedious. Mm -hmm. As you go along, just because it's going to be, you can kind of fly through those battles, but because of the way the battle system works, you can't just kind of button mash your way through it. You actually have to still do the stuff, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But it seems like that this is going to be Final Fantasy VII with the fat trimmed off. Like, it seems like it's just going to be the meat and potatoes of that game. And I'm sure there'll be sections that you could explore In in the actual release, but it seems like they're they are streamlining the game as much as possible in terms of Hmm. in terms of
1: content. Just to tell the uh, just to tell the story. Okay. Um, Were you uh, like? There's so much like I'm sure you didn't really get a chance to get into how like equipping different types of material were. Not at all. Not
0: at all. I (laughs) I don't even think I can access the equip menu in this in this demo. So.
1: Since we're randomly changing how words are pronounced for some reason, did you get a chance to play Taifa?
0: I did not. Like I said, it was it was just that uh, the scorpion fight. Once you beat it, the demo, the demo ended.
1: Okay, so it was just Cloud and Barrett. Yep, just switching between the two.
0: Who sounds just Barrett sounds just as ridiculous as you would hope. By the okay. way,
1: okay, all, right. hey, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, calm, calm down, calm, calm down. Uh, okay, all right. Well, uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. I already pre-ordered it. So. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> the next game, uh, one the,
0: arguably the game I was most excited to, to play once I learned that it was going to be there uh, was Predator Hunting Grounds, a game that right. I was immediately in for uh, as right. soon as I heard about
1: it. Please tell me you enjoyed yourself.
0: I had fun. I did have fun. So, right. so I played as one of the commandos. Um, my friend Trent... Happened to be the predator uh, in the game that we were playing. Unbeknownst mm. to him, uh, he killed me twice during the <laughs> gameplay demo. Much to my chagrin. So, what I, what is cool to see? And they announced this before the, the, this gameplay came out, so I, I knew this going in. If you're the commando team, not only are you faced up against the predator, but there's also a PVE aspect to the game as well because you're basically infiltrating a compound, much like they did in the Predator. Movie of of different gorillas that are in there and you have to fight them and complete the way that the commandos win is not necessarily by killing the predator, but actually by completing their objectives. Basically, if you can complete your objectives uh, as the commando team and then get to the chopper before the predator kills everybody, you guys win. Or if you kill the predator, you'll win that way as well as the predator. You have to not kill every person on the commando team, but you have to kill four people, and not only kill them, but you have to confirm your your kill by getting the skull uh, from the from the commando as well, much as the predator likes to do uh, in the movies. Hmm. So I so my, I got to see the predator being played while I was waiting for the demo, and then I could so and I can speak from the commando perspective. So the predator obviously has their suite of abilities. So they have like the the stealth camouflage, they have the thermal imaging, they have like the blades for melee combat, and they have the shoulder mounted launcher. They can also run across the treetops as the predator. Uh, you can pounce from the trees onto people as well. But the predator has a stamina gauge uh, that it like, so like when you're in active camo, you are, your stamina gauge is depleting. And so you can't just spam these abilities willy nilly. Like you have to, you have to be more strategic about it much more than i thought you would have to do as the predator and his stuff's not overpowered as well like his rocket launcher is not easy to aim accurately because the the shot actually takes a fair bit of time to travel to the target so you kind of have to like lead your shots almost mm-hmm. with that one you can't just snipe people from far away and have it have it be no problem so it is much more balanced than i thought uh the commando there's a couple different classes uh, that you have available to you, so it, you know that determines your different weapons and things like that that you're able to get. Uh, talking to each other is key in this game. We did not do a good job of that, and that's probably why that uh, a couple of us were able to get merched so easily. Uh, <laughs> to, to the so predator,
1: in a, so in a one-on-one encounter between a commando and a predator,
0: oh, the predator will kill will kill you one-on-one. That is not that okay. is not the situation you want to find yourself in. Ah, uh, because they can kill you in a couple of melee slashes, and okay. you need to, and and they have a lot more health. plus the, the predator can regen health as well, whereas the commandos uh, have to pick up like med packs and stim packs and stuff like that in order to heal up on their side. So it looks cool. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the game could become because I could see them easily putting in tons of maps, tons of different skins and stuff like that. Um, to kind of sustain the life of this game. And it's cool, too, because the Commando part is actually first-person, whereas the Predator, obviously, is third-person gameplay. So depending on which side you're going to be playing on um, is going to change the experience a little bit. I had fun. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good game, and I'm looking forward to that coming out whenever that drops next year, for sure.
1: Boy, what an idea, especially with, like, uh, you know, there was a there was an, a, a brief era. When games like this, where it was you know multiple people against one overpowered being, <laughs> um, th- were available, and like nobody thought to do that with this franchise.
0: Well, I think it took something Until like Dead now. by Daylight and Friday the Thirteenth to be successful. Yeah, yeah. to kind of to kind of put two and two together. I'm just glad they they are sticking with the. The, the theme of the first movie though. Like that's,
1: that's what's important oh, yeah. to me is that it's yeah. super. Well, accurate. I mean, you know, you know, DLC, they're going to have fucking oh, yeah, hot absolutely. ass Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have uh, a Danny Glover stand in just glistening sweat. all over <laughs> <your face. laughs>
0: So that's very cool. The last thing we're going to talk about, uh, borderlands three got my hands on it, got to play it. Um, I played as Zane because I'm probably not going to use Zane when the game drops, so I wanted to use someone that I wasn't going to be playing as. Really? Yeah,
1: I, I thought you were looking eyeballing Zane.
0: I I, I always play that class, um, but I want to try something different this time. I was actually so if you go to Gearbox's website, you could actually they have the skill trees on there and they're interactive, so you could actually make builds right now if you want to. And I was fucking around with a lot of Amara's shit, and she actually looks really interesting in some of the different <laughs> abilities. That she has. Um, so with Zane, of course, because he's the only character that can do this, I went with the two action skill loadout instead of the action skill and grenades. So I had my Digiclone, and I had my my Sentry Bot that would fly around as well. Um, it The game plays like Borderlands. Like, I don't know if anyone's expecting the world to be revolutionized by this game. Uh, it is still very much Borderlands at its core. Um, having the different fire modes on the weapons... Were neat. Uh, having more chatter from your character is interesting. That's something that it, I that was very noticeable while you're playing. Over, you know, character chatter in other Borderlands games. Uh, the humor's still definitely there. Um, I enjoyed the special abilities. Zane's uh, ability to instantly swap places with his Digiclone is a cool way to kind of get yourself out of out of action if you need to. Um, if, if the heat's on a little heavy, and then the Sentry was nice as well. Um, it, that game looks so fucking fun. And I'm also excited by what they showed this week. So they showed the new Proving Grounds mode, uh, which is going to be endgame content for the game, which is a kind of like speedrun uh, arena mode of sorts to try to get good loot. And then they also showed off the Mayhem uh, game mode, which kind of looks like the Torment difficulties uh, that Diablo has uh, for end game content as well, where you can boost the challenge and also get better rewards uh, as you go. In Borderlands Three, so did did you guys have any questions about that at all?
1: Nope. Um, I haven't
3: played Borderlands, so
1: um, I mean, you played Zane. Like Zane was literally the one person that I really did not want to play um <laughs> <laughs> in uh in Borderlands, but um, but uh, nah, man, I'm super excited for it. I'm getting ready to hop on and see these different builds that. Uh, that I can pick as Amara, because um, I usually don't play melee characters in first-person mm-hmm. shooters. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see all the other stuff that she can do. And the game comes out in, like, less than two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Mark, in the game, in the the Dense Pixels group, uh, asked if the Super Deluxe Edition is worth the extra $40 Canadian Uh, That it's going to cost. It's also an extra $40 American over the price of the base game as well. We talked about this last week. Um, It's hard to justify the extra expenditure because uh, the season pass will probably be 30 if I had to guess. And the other stuff that comes with the super deluxe edition, I don't know if you're going to need that stuff. Like it's just extra bullshit that you're not going to use past the first couple hours in the game. Um, So for me personally, I, I would just get this. You just get the standard version and wait for the season pass. And get that if it's something you want. Um let's see here. Uh he also said should they even bother with an Xbox One version? Yes, they should. Uh and oh, come <laughs> on, well and, and Gearbox even I mean they they said that they are looking they, they want to do cross play if it's possible. Like that's something they want to get to with this one. So you might get to play with all of us. You never know. Uh on there. Um Johnny cross play. Nah, That's they might I mean <laughs> that's, that's that's the way <laughs> no. the
4: winds are blowing. You never know. Yeah, it ain't blowing fast enough.
0: Uh Johnny says does Final Fantasy 7 play more like Kingdom Hearts 3 or Final Fantasy 15? Uh I've played neither of those two other games, but if I had to guess, it's probably more like Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 than Kingdom Hearts It Kind of
3: looks like it plays like Final Fantasy 15.
0: Yeah. That's what it looked like. I played like-,
3: like fifteen minutes of Final Fantasy fifteen. So
0: <laughs> and finally, Johnny asked, uh, what bad or lackluster game made you Bradface the most? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is one very specific game that uh, that I have in mind for this this topic. Shenmue 3,
2: Uh. holy (laughs) shit, (laughs)
0: they showed us an extended trailer of that game, and tell me why it just looks like a remastered version of a Dreamcast game
1: that they're putting out. (laughs) Micah,
0: it's 2019, and the characters' mouths don't move when they're speaking dialogue in the game. Uh, Are you serious? I shit you not. (laughs) Like, like they're moving a little bit, but they're certainly not moving in sequence with the words that are being spoken on the screen. And I'm not talking about lining up. I'm talking about the speed at which the mouth is moving is not one-to-one with the speed of the the way the words are being said. So, I'm gonna... How much is that game? I believe it's a full retail release, sir.
3: I'm gonna... I'm going to expose myself. Oh my God. All right. I, I pledged $29 to Shenmue three via Kickstarter, and I am looking forward to getting that $29 back.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Mike, we, we gave you, we gave you grief for not supporting Shenmue three when you asked for many years for a new Shenmue three. But I have to say at the end you of the right. day, it appears that you might've been right about this one. <laughs> Because this game comes out in about two and a half months. and
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and that's, 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 right. What it, it,
0: that's what it looks like.
1: Mm, yo, I'd, yo, if I'd have bought that, oh, man. You'd have heard me all the way down here. Me <laughs> screaming at the top of my lungs about how pissed off I would be with that goddamn game. And yeah, how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet they just forget about the whole Lon D killing your dad thing? Like that's never gonna be resolved for me. Some dude just murdered your father and then, like, all right, all right, whatever. On to the next thing. Got some got some got some forklift driving to do. <laughs> Fuck
4: that game. It does no, Every time way. I see that game, it looks awful. Like it looks terrible. <laughs> and it's been like what, five years in the making? And that's what they give you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, yeah. that being said, the the gameplay, the game that looks the coolest that I still have not actually seen like legitimate gameplay of which is a little surprising as well, considering the proximity to its release. Ghost Recon Breakpoint looks fucking awesome. Show me what the game looks like. I'm tired of watching fucking trailers with John Barenthal in it for that game. Because that's all I've fucking seen. That's all they show.
1: Does he still refer to everyone as Red? I don't think so. Red? Red! That's what he did in Daredevil season two. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't know Daredevil's a name, and apparently Daredevil is too many syllables for <laughs> thick-headed ass John Barenthal. So he just referred to him as red. But yeah, so
0: like I said, Ghost Recon, I am actually very intrigued about that game. But it comes out in a month, and I I don't think I've seen like an actual gameplay demo of it at this point.
1: Have, have I seen I think I've seen
4: something?
0: We probably have, but it's it's still not. Yeah, it's not.
1: I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about it.
0: It's because Ubisoft Ubisoft doesn't care about selling their games at launch anymore. Their games have such a long dovetail to them at this point, like, because they keep supporting them with with extra content, that they probably don't care. Well. So, we'll see. But, yeah, that's what I got a chance to play. Um, Looking very forward to Borderlands. Uh, I think we have one show between that coming out and – and and then, which is our our next show is our three hundredth show, folks. uh Oh, if you can believe that.
2: Jesus.
0: So te- technically more because we don't number the special shows and stuff like that, the E threes and things of that nature. But still, number three hundred next week. Um, that is it. If you hung around this long, thank you for for hanging this two hour plus long episode. Uh, make sure you use our Amazon link: denspicks dot com slash Amazon. Don't get free next-day shipping, you bastards. You don't need it right away. Get the free Super Saver shipping. Three <laughs> to five days is fine. Uh, make sure you join our group, uh, densebix.com, fans. Uh, follow us on social media. Subscribe on whatever app you use for your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow Terrence on, on Twitch, version 410 Follow Carrie on Twitch, sup, it's Carrie. Yep, that, that's that's enough labor for you guys out there <laughs> on this on this Labor Day that we are uh, that we have podcasted on. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all three of you guys for for joining us for this marathon show. We'll yep. see you all the next time.
2: Thanks. See you.
1: Take it easy.